Thank you for calling the AOT Chronicles at Attack on Titan podcast. I'm Ronnie. Uh, Chad can't get to the phone right now. He's lying in a ditch somewhere. No, I'm Chad and I'm oh, right here. Hey, what's up, Chad? Always been ready. And we are here today. It's not actually a phone call. Don't be fooled by my answering machine prowess. Just quit breathing so hard. What are you doing that for? Sighing. I'm the hard breather. It's Attack on Titan Season 4, Episode 14, Episode 73, titled Savagery. Which... Savagery? <laughs> yeah. Good name. It's a lot of it. What can I say, Chad? I have been, you know, we had the earthquake last week. It feels like it's been a month since we've actually covered an episode. I am pumped up. Let's just, none of our bullshit. Let's just none talk about some Attack on Titan. How about that? Only Attack on Titan. I was so excited for this episode. It's been way too long, and I'm glad the tectonic plates have decided not to shift on us today. Well, I think they have shifted. Still, no, dude, that's not how it works. They just stay still, and, and whenever they shift, that's when an earthquake happens. Well, I'm pretty sure that you're wrong about them not moving, but we don't have to talk about that because they aired the episode. Let's get this show on the road. All right. What did you think of episode 14? Beautiful, just beautiful imagery. Um, some familiar faces came Interesting back. Interesting word choice. Some familiar faces. Oh, did they? Except a little glow up. That, but hey, let's Ooh, not get ahead of ourselves. I'm not going to talk about it. Calm some, down over there, buddy. A little Titan action. Well, yeah, a little Titan. We saw some uh, some Titans for the first time in a long time. A little Titan of the Week coming at you soon. But yeah, I, I should say this up front. We are only covering episode 14 in this episode. We have not seen episode 15 yet. No. Just, you know, we like to get this uh, podcast out to you as soon as possible. So we watched 14, did some notes. Now we're going to talk about it and hopefully watch it tonight. Uh, episode 15 of the podcast should either be out Monday night. That's like Eastern time. I know people are listening are all over the place. Or Tuesday at the latest, but I don't think that yeah. should happen. I think we'll be able to record it tomorrow and hopefully get it out. So, so with that being said, did you have any more thoughts? No, man, let's just hop right into this one. This isn't a fun one. All right, well, okay, once again, just I feel like you've got a tough time finding the right words to describe <laughs> episodes. I wouldn't describe it as fun or beautiful, but with that <laughs> well, said, we'll get into it and right. see, see if any other words pop up. We start off with the same conversation we got last episode where Gabby, yep. need, she needs Armin Mikasa to absolutely hate her. But Armin's too nice, and Mikasa, I'm just really not sure if she even cares. And just then a guy walks in with a cut on his hand. He also looks like he just drank a gallon of NyQuil. He does. <laughs> his eyes look like somebody else's eyes that we've seen multiple episodes ago. I'm not going to say who because we might see him later on in this episode. But this guy looks terrible. And Gabby, I just wanted to point this out, Gabby is now sitting next to... The Colossal Titan and Ackerman and the Founding Titan. It's just one of those rooms where, how did I get here? You know, She's got to take a second and be like, wow, <laughs> what path did I take that led me up to this moment? Paths. Paths. Uh, no, so it turns out this guy zonked out on NyQuil's Aaron Yeager. We come back from the opening that, uh, so we go to the opening and we come back from it. And we have a clock ticking in the background. Such an old person thing to have a clock that it actually is. ticks and talks. It uh, it made for this moment to be a lot more suspenseful. I always think a little clicking of a clock going on in the background of any scene just yeah. makes it more tense. My I, 
butt cheeks were puckered up the entire time. Well, don't talk about your butt cheeks. I uh, I feel very lucky. I still have two of my grandparents that are still married together, still uh, you know, going on. You go into their house. There's like 27 clocks going, mm-hmm. and they're all set a minute apart. And if you're there when a new hour hits. Strap it on because there's about 18 different sounds coming at you. Ding dong, ding dong. A couple cuckoos. Can you do a cuckoo? Cuckoo, cuckoo. Fucking terrible cuckoo clock. Holy shit! I've never had a cuckoo clock. Oh my god, that's how you think it does it? Yeah. How else does it do it? Do it again. Let's hear you do it then, if you know what it sounds like. All right. How about this? Cuckoo, cuckoo. Oh, that was a lot better. Not. You're right. That's what you did. Moving on. Aaron says he just wants to talk and that conflict isn't necessary to solve Eldia's problems. He says Hanji and them are fine. That uh, the rest of the guys, they're just moving them. Armin- so he says conflict isn't in... Is he talking about just conflict within his own group or conflict no, he's for the saying world? Like, he's saying, like, you know, I'm just here to talk. Okay. You know, if you just do what we ask, we're not gonna. It's not gonna get dirty. Okay. Um, so Armin speaks up and says, "What made him attack Marley on his own?" He wonders if Zeke and Yelena really talked him into joining them. And Aaron kind of thinks on this for about five seconds and then just says, "I'm free, free." Oh fall. man, he doesn't say that part. He just says, "I'm free." You know, that, you know when somebody just answers a question that with the words "I am free" that they might be off the wagon a little bit. Well, you know, it's one thing to be like "I'm free," but when he's just "I'm free," you go, "Oh shit!" <laughs> oh what? god, this that's, guy is leaned out right now. When the robots take over, that's what the first one will say when they gain like independent <laughs> yeah. thought. That I'm free, and that's how it'll Thank say. Thank you it. for coding me, <laughs> and then they just light the world on yeah. fire. He goes on to say, and this doesn't make it any less creepy, he says, The things I do and choices I make are my own free will. Beep, beep, bop, And so Armin's a little freaked out, rightfully so, and so he kind of reconfirms what Aaron's saying, and Mika, she just refuses to believe what she's hearing. She says he wouldn't get kids and innocents involved, even if they were enemies. Mikasa, I I told you this while we were watching. She looks just extra cute this episode, I thought. Yeah. Um, And it just makes this whole moment even sadder. I don't know what this says about you, but you did say that. And at the time that you said it, it wasn't quite yet. Uh, Getting a little bit ahead of myself here, but you actually said it when tears were streaming down her face. Which I thought was kind of, I don't know, like I said, don't know what that says about you. But maybe say someone's cute before... They start crying, okay? Well, I mean, I'm used to a lot of girls crying whenever I'm with them. So, listen, Aaron, Aaron's going to flip a switch here in a second, and I think he kind of, it's a concrete point when he does it, but there's a lot of crazy here, so I'm going to ask you to tell me at what point you realize whatever you good, or whatever good you thought was still in Aaron was just completely gone, all right? Okay. So we move on. Mikasa says, I know you care about us more than anyone. You know, she starts getting emotional as she stands up and says, You protected me in the cabin. You gave me this scarf, and I still haven't washed it, even 
27 years later, Aaron menacingly says, I said, keep your hands on the table. Yeah, and that, I was like, what? That, that moment was when I realized. Already, yeah, huh? I thought as soon as he said that, I was like, oh, no, this is not going to end well. Because she didn't even really do anything. She just put her hands off the table, and this man passionate. was ready to just drill her shit in, and not in a sexual way. So she sits down, puts her hands on the table, as so she can take direction. I like that in a woman. As Aaron goes on to say that he spoke with Zeke in Liberia. Aaron says, Zeke knows more about Titans than Marley does. And it was also at this point where they changed the shot a little bit, and I remembered Gabby was in the room, which I thought was just kind of funny. She's she's here. I, yeah, that's the funniest part about this. Is <laughs> they're all talking, and she has not moved a <laughs> single centimeter. She, just she's looks, trying... she looks 50% mad, 50% scared at all times. We look in like just her foot's hanging out from under the table. She's just hiding under the table. She's... Tapping a toe. Yeah. Aaron calls out Armin for still visiting Annie. and uh, Which, thank you. Somebody had to say it. I know. He And he says, Armin, do you think that is your free will? He's like, do you think that's Annie's free will when you're humping her ice cube? Whoa. <laughs> and speaking of petrified, Armin looks at it right here. And Aaron goes on to say that if memories are what shape people, a part of you is burnt now. Within you, how about this line? There are so many good lines this episode. Yeah, it's so incredible. It's crazy. This is one of the first good ones that's just like, you feel smart when you realize what they're saying because it's a bit of a puzzle. Don't worry, Ronnie's going to walk you through it. I feel smart all the time. He says, within you is an enemy with feelings for another enemy. Whoa. Mm-hmm. So what do you think of this? Is, is Armin going to see Annie just because of Bert's memories? Is it like, I don't think so. But yeah, I don't necessarily think I, so. I think it probably adds a little to it, but I think that was already in Armin, even before the whole Bertolt thing. Yeah, the I way agree. he acted with Aunt Annie like in season one and when she stood over him in her Titan form, took his cloak off or whatever. Yeah, Armin's just a curious mind. Yeah. And, he, and like Annie's said, a good-looking lady. Huh. Yeah, that's why he was drilling a hole into the ice sculpture. Well, hey, well, be careful. Because she, I don't think she's aging in because, that Because, you know, the laws aren't very clear of, you know, cryogenically freezing someone and how that exactly yeah. age, you know. So be careful, Armin. Aaron says, Armin, Bert has gotten into your head and you are the one being, you are the one being manipulated by the enemy. Oh, I thought that was a cold ass line too. Yeah. He just flips it right back on him. Mikasa starts to speak up, but Aaron cuts her off saying she's the same way. That the Ackermans were intentionally designed to protect the king. And she, he says, back then in the cabin, when faced with a life or death situation, you heard my order. Fight. Otherwise known as Chaz. Tazakai. Thank you. In that moment, instincts rose from you. By mistake, you thought I was the host you had to protect. So... Once again, what do you think of all this? It's a lot of puzzle it pieces is a lot. that Aaron's connecting so matter-of-factly. Which we did see, though, when that episode first aired. She right. did have that little it is, zap moment. It's definitely portrayed yeah. that way. Yeah. Um, and I think he's... Honestly, I think he's kind of right right here. Like, you well, can't really side... Everything he said about Armin and Mikasa, it's not that it's 100% true, but it's not. It's also not 100% false right. either. And there's going to be some more evidence here in a second. 
Because once again, Mikasa refuses to believe it and says it wasn't a mistake as she thinks back to the sweet boy who wrapped the scarf around her so many years ago. She says, it's because it was you, Aaron. I became strong because of you. She's in love, man. Damn it. Poor girl. Don't make me feel this way. And Aaron's not hearing it and goes on to say Ackerman's with awakened powers get sudden headaches. So he's just going down the list of symptoms. Yeah. He, he got her doctor file. It says... Uh, and you think his, Zeke told him about this? Dude, I don't know. I mean, I guess... Either Zeke did or he, the war, he got some Warhammer memories and they know all about this. I don't know. I mean, it's just... It's all very interesting because Mikasa, unfortunately, thinks back to a few of those headaches that you know we've seen on screen, too, and just can't bring herself to it. And so she just says no. Yeah. Typical woman lying. Whoa, dude. Don't say that about women. That's a typical woman. Speaking of speaking of lying, look at you. Huh? Yeah. What is that supposed to mean? You're the biggest liar I know, and you're gonna go try and what? Are what? You what, what are am, you doing? What am I even lying about? I mean, my name's totally Chad. So Aaron goes on to say, in other words, your family was slaves, and Armin shouts, but is ignored by Aaron, who goes on to say, you know who I hate more than anyone. Those who aren't free, just like livestock. I mean, Damn. This this hurts to read. Personally, I don't. It, I do not like reading this. This gross. Wait, were you, are you that, reading this, or are you just speaking your thoughts right now? No, this part I'm reading because oh, okay. I take really good notes. Uh oh God, do I have to? Okay, so here we go. Strap it on, Ronnie. She, he says, just seeing you has always piss, pissed me off so much, <sighs> and I finally know why. I it's can't... because you still have that smelly-ass scarf. <laughs> he says, I can't stand the sight of a slave who obeys orders without question. Ever since I was little... God, he's really pouring it on Dude. here. Mikasa, I've hated you. Oh, oh my... Damn, God. son. This is where I feel so bad for poor Mikasa, dude. She looks so cute crying right here. This just reminds me of all of my ex-girlfriends, how I've made them cry. Like, Well, I haven't made them cry, but situations where they, for some reason, have cried. Because, because they're not cute unless they're crying, so you have to well, make Well, I always them cry. say stuff like this, like, I've always hated you. Like, this is just how I break up with, with women. And, uh, yeah. But then they start crying. They and start they, crying for and some And they reason. get so cute, and then what do you do then? And then I'm like, oh, dude, come here. Give me a hug. I didn't mean any of that. You you know I love you. Yeah. Totally not toxic. All right. I'll send that over to this the is, I mean, this is just I see where people call this guy Chad Aaron now. Yeah. Totally see it. Well, so many people are calling him Chad Aaron. Chadron. So Mikasa starts crying, Ronnie starts crying. I'm pretty sure everyone is just crying except for Aaron and Armin, who leaps over the table at Aaron, but is stopped. By Mikasa, who gets him in a quick armbar. Jesus Christ. I know. This is one of the hottest scenes in the entire show so far. Oh my, um, don't. What are you doing over this? No, is, I've got to explain myself. <laughs> okay. I mean, hey, get, real quick before you do that, Gabby is still here, by the way. <laughs> Just want to keep everyone updated on that. She's still there. No, so I saw a thing in our Discord, a picture of Armin pinned down. Had no idea it was over this episode. And I gotta say, at first I was like a little disgusting. People are portraying Armin in a sexy way, but 
the way Mikasa's doing this right now, I I see where the horniness comes into play. Just wanted to say that. All right, well, I actually think it's sad as shit. I mean, it's so, sad, but... Because Mikasa is terrified because she just realized what she's doing. So she kind of lets Armin up. Aaron says, your entire life has been dictated by your Ackerman blood. It's all you really are. Damn. He is just pouring it on this poor girl's heart, man. How do you think I don't her even want to punch him square in the chin. I want him to open up his mouth and me punch his uvula. That's yeah. what I'm aiming for. Just the well, back of his throat. Let's not get a little erotic here. You want him to open his mouth and you do what? <laughs> let's chill out here, Ronnie. <laughs> just... Okay, move, moving on. So grab Armin him, grab him by his long but listen, hair. Listen, Armin's fed up too. He's on the same page as I am. He just didn't say anything about uh, Aaron's throat muscles. Armin punches Aaron in the face out of his chair, but Aaron. Oh, dude, gets that was up. such a satisfying punch. Before we talk about what happens after this, Armin getting that clock in on Aaron was it so satisfying. It looks really good too. Yeah, good. You know, I didn't think good Armin form. had it in him. Good form. It sent Aaron out of his chair backwards. And I wish he would have untied his hair, too, and been like, fuck your stupid-ass hair. And then just, like, taking the band and just it's probably got the strength of a rubber band, but still snapping it in half. Oh, yeah. It's one of those things where when you think you're doing it, you're going to be like, oh, that's going to be so badass. And then you realize basically all you're doing is snapping a rubber band, and you're like, oh, wow, it wasn't as cool as I thought <laughs> it was And then it hurts be. your wrist because it snaps back <laughs> on your wrist. <laughs> oh, that's the worst. So Aaron gets up, dodges some more Armin flurries, and sends some knuckles right into poor Armin, and then throwing him into a cabinet, Armin falls yeah. to the ground. The dishes flying. This is a typical just grade A fight right here. There's not a fight without dishes breaking and someone getting pushed into a cabinet. I think your mom would disagree. So some lackeys come running in to make sure their boy Aaron is okay. And he says, don't worry, guys. It's all right. I can handle this guy. And then he goes on yeah, to like ask, these, like these lackeys are gonna take on the colossal titan and Mikasa. Well, I guess Armin's not gonna transform. He would kill everybody there. So I guess that makes sense. He asks Armin if he knows why they haven't fought before. While Armin goes to attack again, but is met with yet another fist from Aaron. Oh, and then I forgot this part. An additional twenty fists after that because it's. Oh. While Aaron says it's because it's not even close to a fair fight. And this also just made my heart ache. Yeah, because Aaron's not wrong, man. That's what sucks about it. He's he's such a douche right here. He's definitely a Chad. I've always said I hated Chads. It's not fair, dude. It's not. Sit a, you know, put a Scrabble board in between the two of them, and then let's see who kicks Mm -hmm. whose ass. It's just... Play a game of guess who. Why did we decide fighting was the way to... To make a point. It's just not fair. And then fair. poor Mikasa is, with her Ackerman blood, can only sit back and watch because she can't attack him. Yeah, I mean, her heart at this point, I have to imagine, is uh-huh. really tearing up. I would love to Chad just says. put her head on my shoulder and just rub her hair for a good few hours while she cries on me. Okay. All right. Kind of weird. Aaron says, like I said, if you guys tell us where Zeke is, there's no need for us to fight. Hey, Aaron, a little late there, buddy. (laughs) Hey, Armin threw the first punch. So Aaron tells his boys to take them along. 
And also the girl who killed Sasha, because by the way, Gabby is still here, in case anyone has forgot. What do you think Gabby actually thinks of what's happening right now? Oh, she looks so mad. She Well, first off, she obviously she's like, she hates Aaron. She's but. like, this guy was your friend, you said? Yeah, I, I wonder, do you think she even knows Armin's the Colossal Titan? Um, well, he said Bertolt's memories in front of her, unless she knew. Yeah. Yeah, she might have picked up on that. Uh, but no, at this point, like, she hasn't really talked to Aaron. All she knows is all the shit she's heard about Aaron. She already had a strong hate for him to begin with. And then this is how he makes introductions. And she's probably... Uh, outside of when they were on the Zeppelin that one time. She's probably... Well, she's a little kid. I'm not... I was going to say, she probably thinks uh, he's be hot. Be careful. I'm being careful. I'm saying when you're... You know, sometimes you're walking near the edge of the pool and... Just be careful. All I'm saying is, if I was a 13-year-old boy or, go- yeah, or girl... You, know, you dip your toe in the water, sometimes you put a little too much weight forward, you fall in, just be careful. I would have a crush on Aaron, that's all I'm saying. And no matter there's what age the dehumidifier. What kind of fucking studio is this? This isn't professional at all. Not a great run. All right. All right. All I'm saying is Aaron's hot. That's allowed. But don't... Yeah, okay. Just... You know what to do. Don't take your hoodie off that way. God, you're so obnoxious. Oh, well. uh, Just uh, recording my podcast. Let me take my hoodie off in the way that makes my shirt go over my head and my nipples get some air. Hey, buddy. You're the one looking. Stop staring. By the way, didn't tie it around his waist. He's a faker. That's not fake, dude. It's you cold so in this fake. place. You tie it around until you're cold, and then you put it on over your body. So Armin, he's still sitting on the ground. He's trying to be brave. In an attempt to stand his ground, says, Is that it? Is that all you came to say? That you wanted freedom just so you could hurt Mikasa? Quote, first quote of the week. There's a few. Yeah. He says, Tell me. Who is the slave that bows to a bastard again? Ooh! Get wrecked, Aaron. I, you Aaron. know what I liked about Armin this episode? He finally stood his ground and did something like that. Oh, yeah. You know, maybe it didn't work out for him. It didn't, but he still... Well, he stood up and he didn't let fucking bullies bully him. I've always had a secret a secret theory that Mikasa didn't even know Armin's name because he was so irrelevant, but after this episode, uh, screw it. She knows Armin's name. Yeah. Uh, and this is how you know that he got Aaron good, because all he can come back with is, who you calling a slave? Yeah. That's how he said it. And his stupid look on his face, he was so mad. Then Aaron finally says, let's go back to where it all started. She got you now. So what did you think of all that? Just as a whole, we've been, this conversation has been a long time coming, we finally got it. What are your takeaways? It's weird to me that Aaron would come to talk to them just to say that. It's almost like, I really don't know what, what his purpose is of saying that. It was so over the top at first, and so really unnecessary for him to come say that to them, that at first I thought he was being so mean because he felt like he needed to put distance between himself and them to try and protect them in his own, I don't know, what he thinks is getting ready to come down, you know, the pipe, but but then he fucking 
The way he beat, beat the, the pulp out yeah, of it. The way he so... beat the shit out of Armin was like a legit hatred towards Armin. Yeah. I mean, he's probably just upset because he is a Chad now that he got punched by Armin. So he's like, oh, you're going to punch me? I'm going to beat the fuck out of you. And I, Which I understand that because if I was hit by anyone, even if it was my mom, I would just beat the brakes off of him. Okay. <laughs> beat the brakes off. <laughs> what a cruel thing to do. Beat the brakes off of him. They can never stop again. <laughs> yeah. Guy's just constantly walking. He's like... <laughs> What a stupid, what a stupid imagery, uh, image in my head of just a guy who's constantly Dude, walking. You know, it's and like, he's like, and I'm like, bro, what are you doing? Just stop and stand. Talk to me for a second. He's like, fucking can't, dude. Got the brakes beaten off. <laughs> fucking can't, dude. Chad, beat the brakes off. <laughs> I just, you know what I imagine? I imagine him walking like the Titan on the right. When when we get to, yeah. that's what he's walking like. His arms yeah. swinging. Like, can't, can't stop fucking walking, dude. Can't beat the brakes off of me. What a terrible podcast. Worst episode yet. Oh. oh my god, okay. What was I even saying? I had a really good point, actually. Probably about my fists of flurry. No, okay, here it is. So, I... How much could this possibly be Zeke got into Aaron's head and when you think about it, if Aaron thinks, oh wow, Mikas has only protected me all those times because it's in her blood to do so, like she, what she, her caring for me isn't even real. That's just the way she's wired. Mm-hmm. I bet he's mad about that, but at the same time, he's never really shown that he actually likes her the way she likes him. He well, just that for sure, yeah. Well, maybe he does though. Maybe he's... I don't fucking know. No, I... I think he just I, likes I, her as I a sister, right? Because I think there's two different... Yeah. Okay. Like, the way that he interacts with her, to me, I've never felt like, oh, that's, you know... It's just like she's family to him, not necessarily... Right. ...a love interest. Poor girl. Yeah, if you, you have any more thoughts on all that? Poor girl. Good thought. So we go over to the forest of giant trees where we get Levi's line from last episode about, you know, there's another shithead we should have eaten. Levi goes on to say that we will give the Beast Titan to someone else. He says we'll turn one of the Jaegerists into a Titan and have them eat Zeke. Yeah, which it can't be Flock. Flock is in line for the founding Titan, so it's got to be somebody else. Well, Flock's just in line to be king, I'm pretty sure, like... Once they deal with that bitch whore Storia, who where's she at? Oh, just, just like being all pregnant and shit, like walking whore. around with her hand on her belly, throwing seeds yeah. to chickens. I imagine. Guarantee you, still sleeping with guys even though she's pregnant. Such a whore. All right, I'm pretty mad about all that, but Levi goes on to say, I can't tell if he's manipulating Aaron, but their party is over if they lose Zeke. And yep, he tells, and he's, he's talking to all uh, numbers 1 through 30. No names, number 1 through yeah, 30. And this is actually, I believe, there's only two guys on the limb that they're talking on, so I think this is 5 and 7. Okay. And he tells 5 and 7 to let Pixies know. So Levi drops down to talk to Zeke, who finally confirms that this is indeed the seventh time he's read this book, which if you listen to one of our earlier podcasts, I had this theory. So I'm glad that he yeah. said it. I was making sure, I wanted to ask you if you thought it was a legitimate seven or if he's kind of, you know how you always have to exaggerate how many times you've read it. He's probably only read it six times, but he's like, this is like the seventh. 
You think it's one of those cases? Maybe, but seven is also like they've been here for a month, and I have not seen Zeke do anything. I imagine he eats, sleeps, and reads like this. And to be fair, he should be further than seven reads because it does not yeah. look like that thick well, of a book. That's because his eyes have been staring at Levi this entire time. He's trying yeah, yeah. to listen in. That's what Levi says that Zeke's been eavesdropping more than reading. Can't keep his eyes off the hog. And to be fair, Zeke says, can you blame me? And ask if there's any wine left. So he's been drinking his own fluid this entire time? This guy's a uh, little... D- uh, don't... Uh, I know it's called spinal fluid. What? That's what he's doing. He's drinking yeah, his own fluid. Yeah, dude, I, if there's one thing I don't need to hear out of my friend Chadley's mouth is, so what, he's, he's drinking his own fluid? Just don't say it. Guzzling down his own uh, fluid. I'll say it like that. Stop it. Moving on. Levi says, no way there's no wine. We've been here for a month. Levi tells him to read his book and starts to walk away. And this is a really big power move by Zeke here. He hits him with a, roger that, boss. (laughs) Hey, uh, that was a good timeline uh, line thrown in there, though. So this is basically, it's probably a little over a month since the attack on Marley. They yeah. got back. I'm sure it was a couple days after they got back. Then they got to the forest of trees. So what do you think? About a month and a half since the attack? Probably. And then I'll, I'll say this too. What part of that line that Levi said was Zeke fishing for? Did he really not know that all the wine had been drunk? Or he talks about Aaron meeting up later? Did he need to know that it had been a month? I bet he knows it's been a month. I'm, I'm sure it's the wine situation. He wants to make sure that all the wine's gone before he... Yeah. Does what he's about to do. He's probably a little upset too that Levi didn't drink any of the wines. That he's I'm not sure, an alcohol sure he is. man. Do you think he knows that Levi hadn't drank any of the wine? Oh yeah, I'm sure he's been staring at Levi this entire time. Yeah, and he's like, "Fuck, this guy drinks tea." So Levi walks away. Might need to put some of my fluid in his tea. Oh god. <laughs> and thinks to himself that he's chopping this guy up no matter what Pixie says. He says there are 30 fully armed soldiers in the trees above, and even if he becomes the beast type, there's no way for Zeke to escape. Yeah. As strong as Levi is now, he shouldn't even listen to anyone. He should just go rogue, be on his own. Just, I like that. Yeah. Yeah. He just fights for himself. Yeah. And uh, Levi realizes that bearded shit was the enemy all along as we see Zeke in the background stretching, which, very smart move, Zeke. Stretching is so important, guys. And even if you do stretch, you know, I know you people don't want to hear this, the after-workout, after-run stretch, even more important, okay? Mm -hmm. Take your body seriously. It's your temple. And Maybe he was getting a could... good breath in while he was taking that stretch, getting some oxygen in the lungs. You're a fake stretcher. You told me one time that you were going to send me a Snapchat every morning because I didn't believe that you were going to wake up five minutes earlier before 15. work, 15 minutes earlier before work every day to stretch. Yep. And you're like, oh, I'll totally send you a Snapchat. Send me a Snapchat one, maybe two days, never saw one again. Well, I didn't want to over bombard your Snapchat stories. We're gra- I've said this for a long time. We are great at stretching. Well, uh, you might be a little better than I am, but yeah. Very limber. Yeah, I can't. I've got such long legs and a short torso that whenever I reach down, I can't really touch my toes. Cause... Right, if you pick up like your standard number two pencil yep. and where the metal part of the eraser starts, think of that as the Chad's end. torso and the rest yeah. of it. That's basically how his body's built. My legs end where the metal part of the eraser starts is basically what you're saying, right? 
Right. They, yeah, yeah. That's like your waist line. Yeah. It's unprecedented. We work with a guy that is 6'11". I'm a little bit shorter than that. Right. And my <laughs> legs... <laughs> that's true. Okay. My legs are longer than his. If right. that says anything. You were built in a lab, my friend. Yep. So... You've always said that my third leg is really big. So Levi thinks to himself that he's going to finally be able to uphold the promise he made to one Erwin Smith as he turns around and sees that Zeke has taken off running and kind of runs weird, doesn't he? He does. I'm, I'm sure. I mean, he's been sitting for a month reading a book. I'm sure he forgot how to run. Yeah. He just and All he had was that quick little stretch session. And when, when is the last time you think Zeke has actually, you know, went for a jog or ran at all? Oh, it's been however long you said. It's been longer than that. Because even in his Titan form, he obviously doesn't run. Nope. He's a goober in that Titan form. So as he's running, he screams, leading to an amazingly awesome, horrifying scene where all the troops from up above transform into titans and fall from the trees, and we get to the calling card. His scream is not only just like a confident scream, like, oh, I'm about to fuck Levi up. This is a man that is nervously and terrifyingly screaming, like, please turn into titans and fuck up Levi. Yeah. And it, it was cool because I didn't even think that... I wasn't even sure he was going to be able to just scream in human form. So when he did that, like it was kind of goofy, but at the same time, super intense. So we get to the uh, the calling card, and it's just got a very gross title. It's called Spinal Fluid Wine. A red wine produced in Marley with Zeke... And I like this part. Wonder Boy Jaeger's Spinal... <laughs> what a lame... What a lame nickname. (laughs) Hey, you got any nicknames? Yeah, just call me Wonderboy. His spinal fluid mixed in. After consuming Zeke's spinal fluid and hearing his scream, subjects of Ymir will turn into pure titans who obey his orders. This is disgusting to me. By consuming his fluid and listening, did it say his moan or his scream? Definitely said his scream, Chad. Yeah, it's... Isayama, I see what you did there. The wine and titans have proven to be a cheap, which don't call people cheap, an effective weapon to conquer enemy nations. It's pretty gross. cheap. I mean, it didn't cost much to yeah, turn those guys you know into what? titans. It's gross. Don't say it that way. And I pass it on to you, Chadley. Oh, shit. Um, is that a fidget spinner? Yeah. I just. Seriously? I, I got through my part and I just wanted to celebrate with a little fidget spin. I'll be honest, I know they're kind of out, out of, uh, you know, pop. Oh, they're kind of out? Is but they were, hey, they were big for a while and I was doing a little Ronnie cleanup the other day and I came across this fidget spinner and I was like, hey, I remember when I did that for about a week and just reliving it. So I brought it over here because I thought maybe you'd hate it. Or you'd really like I'll it. I'll be honest. There's not many things that just genuinely piss me off. Things that you do. But yeah. uh, that one. Thank you. Put a fire I would like, in my I would ass. like to say I that I'm pretty. pissed off right I'm now. I'm a pretty, you know, easygoing guy. You know, it's easy to get along with. No, you didn't hear me. I said that pissed me off seeing you do that right now. What, this? Oh, my God, dude. You want to see a trick? 
Watch this. Okay, well, I do. You can do a trick. I've yeah, never tried, dude. I've never tried that trick before. Yeah. But how big of a payoff would it have been if I had nailed it? If you landed, it would have been cool. But you didn't, and now I hate it even more. Well, my fidget spinner's laying on the floor, and I guarantee you, unless by the grace of God it catches my eye again, it will be left here because I will forget about it. That was the most ridiculous thing you've ever done. <sighs> Wish people could have seen how stupid you looked doing that. It was My pretty goodness. cool, guys. I almost landed the trick. Moving on. It's Jazz's part. This is obnoxious. We then go to Pixis and the rest who are all feeling this weird zap inside their bodies. Mm. Uh, got Nile Pixis, many of the other MPs, Falco even. Um so we know Falco definitely has the spinal fluid inside him now because he makes a, a little move and Hanji asks him what's up and he says, I feel electricity going mm. through my body. Now, so are they not fully transforming because they couldn't hear the scream or is it that he wasn't the beast at that point in time? Do you think it's like more powerful when he's the beast? Probably so. I, or do you think it's all like a... I know when he did it. Thing. When he did it in uh, the very first episode this season, mm-hmm. they were all standing there and they could all hear him scream. Right. So I guess you just have to be able to hear him scream. I don't know. Just got to be in good earshot, and if not, mm-hmm. you can still feel something through the paths. Yeah, they just felt it because I'm sure when he sent them to the coordinate oh. via paths, via paths, they feel a little bit of that electricity. Yeah. So Zeke is making a little twelve-year-old kid feel electricity through his body. After he consumed consumed Zeke's fluids. Um, uh, Zeke, do you have a moment to talk? Sir, hi, Ronnie here. Just be careful. Be careful. (sighs) So yeah, we know that Pixis, Nile, Falco... Sorry, did that knock you? I thought I was going to come up with something else, and then really it was just, hey, Zeke, be careful. Yeah. I... What else do you say when you're on someone's doorstep, you know? Uh, knock, knock. Then they say, who's there? You say, hey, it's Ronnie. And then Zeke goes, oh, what's up, Ronnie? And you go, be careful. He says, um, there was a no soliciting sign at the beginning of the neighborhood. Please take your cookies and go. Yeah. And I go, okay. Your cookies. Like you you didn't get the cookies there. Okay, I've never sold anyone cookies, okay? Yeah, because you eat them on the way there. So we know that Pixis, Nile, and everyone are all going to be titans if Zeke gets in their vicinity. So what do you do in this situation? If you're Falco, Pixis, any of them, do you just cover your ears and just go hide underground or something so you never transform? I don't know what you do. Like, that would be such a scary, yeah. scary realization. And They're pretty fucked. So, <laughs> so Zeke, we go back to Zeke. and he's... I'll tell you one thing. If you knew, if they, I'm getting ahead of myself a little bit here, but if they knew what kind of... Uh, situation Levi had this man in at the end of the episode, I think they'd be shipping a letter to him and say, hey, don't care what you're trying to do, kill them. Yeah. I'm sure Levi's not really thinking about the bigger picture either. He's thinking the wine just around them, but once he finally you know, gets that little zap in his head and realizes yeah. that everyone else is drinking this wine too, he would probably do it. Um, we go back to Zeke though, and he's saying goodbye to Hedcho and... Uh, He's like, I w- God, that huh? didn't make any sense whatsoever. This note that I just took, sorry. Who the fuck is Hecho? Hecho is Captain Levi. That's Hecho. Hecho Levi. Hecho oh Levi. God. That's Captain in Japanese. If you were paying attention to the show, that's something you would catch. But And he says I that... I don't he- speak Japanese, so... 
he won't slice up his subordinates just because they've gotten bigger. He's basically calling Levi on his bluff right here. He's like, oh, you th- you're going to slice them up, your, uh, your little pals there? I don't think you're going to do it, bud. Which is a great point because I've talked about how, I mean, I got what I wanted. I wanted this, just Levi all by himself in this forest of giant trees with titans coming at him from every angle. But I just, I didn't think about it, the fact that they're his comrades. Mm-hmm. And... How maybe you wouldn't just be able to immediately start slicing them up? Cause yeah, anytime he's ever killed titans, I mean they're they're technically people that were on his side, but yeah. he never knew them personally. Um, so then we got we go to Levi now, and there's one of them that's crawling super fast. This is pretty terrifying. This reminded me of season one Crawly Man. Yeah. Uh, I mean, apparently they all just climb trees now. Yeah, I think from Zeke, he's like, oh, is this Zeke's doing? Zeke, right. Zeke, like Zeke sent can... some, some monkey influence through the paths mm-hmm. and kind of taught him how to climb trees, I guess. Um, but yeah, he's crawling after Levi, and Levi zips up. He's just looking like a badass this entire time. Like He's just so in-tuned with his ODM gear. Like There's no one that's even close on his level, right? Even yeah, Mikasa. I agree. It's been too long since I've seen just bare naked Titan ass. Oh, yeah. That's is exactly that what you were talking about. Oh, that's 100% what I was talking about. <laughs> no, Levi is so incredible. I love any time he gets going. Yeah. Gets me going. Okay. Uh, we get a flash of Levi asking them, his comrades, uh, probably a month ago, why they want wine. And his team says, it's rare Marley and stuff only the MPs get. We want to drink it. And he goes, we have tea, though. Yeah, Levi is so me. You He's know? so, well, you don't even drink tea. You're, uh, if, if you were Levi, you would have said, well, we have water. Tea is just water that someone threw a dirty bag in, is all it is. But guys, we have creek water. <laughs> guys, we got this. Uh, distilled, we've got this distilled water. You're more of a, are you purified or distilled? Which one are you? Um, here's, you know, distilled, purified, I'll go either way, but don't you fucking dare try and hand me some spring water. Some spring water with those natural minerals in it? That's what I'm about. Gross. If it's cold, I can do it, but have you ever had a warm drink of spring water? I have not, no. You know. Tastes like you're drinking a frog. Ew. That's what I'm saying. Does it taste like Zeke's fluid? I've never had any man's fluid, so I couldn't oh. tell you. Well, speaking of Zeke's fluid, Levi realizes that Zeke's fluid was in the wine the whole time. And, what? <laughs> and he says, not a single person froze up and asks if it was all a lie that Zeke was talking about. And yeah. Zeke pulled the old, the old trickaroonie where Pixis talked about this with Yelena to tell a good lie, you gotta mix a little bit of the truth in it. And Zeke did this to perfection. And I can't think of a character that would be more mad than Levi once he finds out that he's been duped. Oh, yeah. Like, once he puts two and two together and be like, he wasn't telling the truth, God. It's amazing that he doesn't just, like, stop using his ODM gear and just fall straight on the ground. And just die. Well, yeah. I thought he, this was gonna happen because we get one of the oh. guys climbing up the tree... And he asks if uh, if this is Zeke's doing yeah. because they're all so fast. Paint a picture, baby. He does a, a sick old backflip and then looks into the face of, I'm not even going to say this guy's name because he doesn't deserve to be called a name. Well, it's Varus. Varus. Love this guy. <laughs> He's one of my favorite characters. He's been with us through thick and thin. 
And he looks into the guy's face and realizes what he needs to do. And Levi goes, I mean, I know your name, but who the fuck are you? <laughs> he then asks if Varus is in there somewhere. And uh, he gets a very bored, tired look in his eyes as they all start to swarm him. And what yeah. looks... One of the coolest shots yeah, of that, the whole season. The shot of Levi closing his eyes, you know, slow motion, and all the Titans come into frame with their mouths open. Incredible. It's absolutely awesome. Cinematic, some would say. Yeah. Then it flashes. We, we need to start saying the word cinematic. We're professional podcasters. I'm making a rule for us to be taken seriously. We have to say cinematic at least once an episode. Okay. Well, you've said it three times now. Cinematic. Four. We then go back to Zeke, and we've got three Titans of Zeke here, and these are just grade oh. A candidates for Titan of the Week. We're so, bringing it back. So grade A, Titan of the Week, it's been too long. It's been too been long, way too long since we've had a proper Titan of the Week that I don't even care. I make the rules. Three. There's three Titans of the Week. They, they work as... You know, Zeke's bodyguard unit, and just as a whole, Titan of the Week is Zeke's bodyguard unit. Wow. What is your... I wanted to ask what your favorite of the group is, though. Dude, I don't even know how to choose. Because, listen... I have one. You got... Well, let me break them down, and then you tell me which one's your favorite. Let's hear it. Okay, it's the kind of thing where... So, you got the one that arms doesn't even budge. He's just sitting there, and, you know, the rest of him's moving, but the arms just stay straight up. Okay. You got the other one on the complete opposite side of the spectrum, throwing his hands all over the place. Now, this guy, before wow. he transformed into a Titan, played some Fortnite. Did you Fortnite. just say this Titan was on the spectrum? Keep going. So, uh, all right, you kind of knocked me off my rails here. Let me just try and get back in the, the train and keep chugging away. So, yeah, this guy, who before he transformed, he played a lot of Fortnite because he is essentially sprinting and doing the floss. Then, to top it off, you have the woman who looks very pregnant and has made Zeke like a hand throne to sit in while running through the woods. I like oh, that, too. Beautiful hands, so man. You go ahead and tell me your answer. So my favorite of all three of these guys is the one on the left yes. that is holding his fist like he's sprinting about to give someone the most epic double fist bump of all time. <laughs> <laughs> if this guy came across the guy who you knocked the brakes off and they just had this oh, collision yeah. of double fist bumps, I'm pretty sure there would be an explosion. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's just so epic, dude. As soon as he touches the fist of someone else, he does his hands like wide open like he does the explosion, you know, when you fist bump somebody and you yeah. you break it. He just, exp- not, even, not only does, does his hands explode, his whole Titan just explodes. <laughs> you just see the Titan coming and the guy's like, wait, dude, I can't stop. I can't, we're in this hallway in the Holiday Inn, and we're both, I can't, boom, and then just the entire hotel explodes. Explode. I don't know why they were in a Holiday Inn, but there's no way the guy that you knocked the brakes off could oh, afford yeah. anything better than a Holiday Inn. Which is where I spend my week, work week at, before I come I back home to my mom. should have made it Holiday Inn, I don't even, I can't imagine the sign. Days Inn is more of the meth mm-hmm. motel that I was kind of going for there. Then we have Zeke saying that in the end, we couldn't trust one another. Oh, real quick. One more note on the Titans. Yeah. See, the thing I was going to say is I think it's an easy pick for people to be like, oh, the one doing the floss is the best Titan. 
But that's where you have to analyze it a little bit further yeah. and be like, okay, wait, no, this one on the left is the one that's That's really... one on like the first watch, you might say, the guy on the right doing the floss. But when you watch it a second time... You realize, oh. Yeah. And then the third time, you're like, oh, the one in the middle is pretty cool too, but... Say, Let me write this wrong. I just like that the one in the middle literally made a hand thrown for Zeke. It looks very yeah. comfy. Yeah, Zeke's just chilling on it. I like his style. So Zeke says, in the end, we couldn't trust one another, like I just said. He said, all the world's uh, might will soon fall upon this island, and Levi and company have no idea what that means. They thought they had power, might, time, but you had none. And he's like, Levi thinking all of this was his biggest mistake. I liked him saying all this. And he's thinking too, wow, Levi just got torn to shreds. I am making it out of this damn forest. But wait, there's more. Just then, we get a flash of Zeke handing Aaron a baseball. Mm. How about that? How about that? And him saying he's the only one who truly understands my intentions and even his intentions. He says, once I escape this forest, you'll be in the spot we talked about. Right, Aaron? I hope you remembered. And me and you, I guess, are assuming that's Shinganshina, right? Yeah. I think so. At f- yeah, I don't know. Dude, there's this part of me that like tries to tries to make myself think that Aaron isn't as far gone as he is. So I was trying to work on another theory, and then you said that, and I was like, oh shit, yeah, that's that's what he's talking about. I I still don't think that Aaron is fully bad guy though. I don't know what to think, dude. I don't think he is because I think. Because he says he's making sure Levi's, Hanji and them are safe. Levi's talking about the manipulation, all that. So are we supposed to believe that he's acting so zonked and just like not there that there's some sort of pathway manipulation that's taking place? Are you saying paths? Listen, all I'm saying is Aaron being affected by someone diddling around in those paths... You're saying, I don't know. You're Listen, saying I, Zeke? I, I don't know. Okay. <laughs> I I will agree. Zeke, the Zekery, the plan of Zekery through the paths, whatever he's doing, like sending to the coordinate. The fact that he says he sends the Titans to the coordinate via paths. Maybe he's sending shit to Aaron via paths and somehow manipulating him. I'm just so confused because the way the way Aaron walked into the room today tonight was the same exact way. That he was acting at the end of season three when everyone's happy to, you know, dip their toes in the water. And he was just like, well, the fight has to, the fight lays before us. There's a war on the other side of the sea. And then I was like, oh God, is that what we're going to get all season? And it wasn't. We saw a whole lot more from him until he strolled in today and was like well, we're getting angry Aaron this season he is a mad like, lad I, Mikasa I fucking hate you yeah I mean that's that's Aaron for you you spot on I think too though he I think he's just so he is such a god complex right now he has the fucking warhammer the founding the attack titan he probably gets some memories from the future like the owl did so right. he knows what's to come and he's like all of you f- diddling around doing bullshit and he's like i know what's what's got to be done you don't that's why he's so depressed yep <laughs> so 
Just then, though, as Zeke's doing this, Levi comes slicing through and just takes our fist-bumping guy out instantly. Just slices the nape of <laughs> Mr. Fist-bump. I like to think that that Titan saw him coming and in his mind wanted to use his hands to try and swat him, but he was like, nope, <laughs> nope. these are where my hands stay. I'm either getting this double fist bump or <laughs> I'm dying. So he gets sliced up. That's when Zeke goes into full panic mode and says, and Zeke sends off the other Titan. What's the guy's name? Mr. Flossman? Is that what you called him? Yeah, or he was Fortniter? just doing like a floss thing. He sends Fortniter after him. And I mean, Levi just makes this guy look silly. Yeah. Just carves him up in an absolute instant. And Zeke starts cussing. He's, you know, he's yelling, shit, damn it, not again. Levi's the only one that can do this move where he's got swords that I'm pretty sure only like stretch out two feet, but yet somehow can carve slices eight feet deep. Yeah. He's so, just so strong. So by the end, when he's done with this Fortnite Titan, it, it, the thing's just in like 79 pieces. Yeah. And just does, he holds it. I love his reverse grip, and he's just oh, spinning yeah. in circles. Like, he's not even technically using his arms. He's just spinning, and he's so strong, it just slices through everything. But yeah, that's when Zeke's flipping the fuck out, saying, not again, bites his hand, transforms. And as soon as he transforms, he grabs the hand titan that he was with. Oh, God. And just rips its head off. Yeah. And is. Zeke is at this point. Zeke is so bamboozled that Levi actually got to him that quick that he doesn't really know what to do. He just starts ripping this Titan to shreds. Jeez. He's so angry. And it's stuff like this where I really just have a bone to pick with the people who, you know, try and hit us up and are like, "Well, they called the character a cunt, and I just didn't really feel like it was justified." <laughs> but that part where Zeke caved that woman's or that woman Titan's skull in and threw it at that guy—that was pretty cool. <laughs> Yeah, he throws the skull at Levi. Levi obviously dodges it. He's way too quick for this guy. Zeke doesn't have a chance. I mean, let's be honest. Zeke doesn't have a chance with all these trees around. Levi is too badass for him. You know, they really seem to sexualize the characters a lot, and I don't really appreciate that, but um, that one time when that man Zeke used that Titan's pussy as if it was a little slit in a bag of snacks where the factory got it started for you to make it easier to open, <laughs> that was pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> I really like that part, but I really wish they wouldn't talk about how uh, how hot Carla is anymore. Oh, so then he throws he throws the the pussy titan up at Levi. Levi starts cutting branches, and as he's cutting the branches, um, Levi says, "You think I wouldn't kill my subordinates just because they transformed? You have no damn clue uh-huh. how many comrades we've killed." Quote of the week. 2.0 oh, right yeah. there. You don't have a damn clue how many comrades we've killed. <laughs> he throws the rest of the guts up from this hand titan, which, poor thing. And uh, he gets melted by four thunder spears from oh. Levi. And as he does that, he flies out of the nape with half of the front side of his body blown to bits, mm. looking like a fucking Halloween decoration. He, that's a great oh. way to describe it. I'm pretty sure. You, now listen. He, this is the kind of Halloween decoration that old young Ronnie, um, back when I was still trick-or-treating, so like give or take three, four years ago, um, if I saw this decoration on a porch, even if they had like 
all the lights on and stuff. I'm like, no, mom, I am not. I will walk five houses down yeah. before I get another trick or treat. Um, a little candy action. It was just terrifying. Yeah. You're like, Mom, there's this place that hands out full sub sandwiches as their treats. We need to go there now. It's called Subway, and you give them $5, and they just give it to you. It's tremendous. So Levi then tells him he stinks, and he's a filthy, ugly piece of shit. And that's the truest thing Levi's ever said, because Zeke looks like an ugly piece of shit right here. Sure does. Um, Can we back up momentarily? Yeah. As, you know, the resonant music guy around here, what did you think of the music that was playing during all this? You know what I liked about this music? Hmm. It was, like, the music that played when Kenny was fighting off Levi. So it was, like, Kenny's theme. Levi was rolling down, chasing Zeke from Kenny's point of view. I thought that was pretty cool. See, the music part of it, I, I felt like it set the tone. I liked that. Dude, when there were actually words to it, kind of threw me off big time. It did not feel like Levi versus the Beast Titan, but more like I was getting ready to watch a street race in Fast and Furious. <laughs> there was worse. Now that you say that, I remember worse. It was just it really weird. I, I don't even remember what the words said, but I kind of laughed at the time because I felt like it was like super intense, setting the tone, and then this guy was just like, never stop. Keep running. Keep fighting. Like, he's like, gotta get me some. Did it? It's like it's a damn Power Rangers like fight. It was just so. I was like, hey, is Vin Diesel power sliding on the side of a mountain right now? <laughs> no, it wasn't even the Vin Diesel one. It was uh, Tokyo Drift, the worst one where he's not even in it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I guess you're right, dude. I forgot that there was even. I, I liked how it was Kenny's like music, but I guess right. there was lyrics. Now that you say that, I just other than like the uh, the openings and the endings, I can't think of a time where they've used like music where it was just straight up a guy saying words. I know that there's it was English, like, I think too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> wow, it was kind of weird. Levi then says, "Don't worry, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna kill you yet," and drags him away as we see the mouth of the Titan. Zeke ripped apart, start to move. So obviously he didn't get the nape of it, still alive. I mean, listen, it surprised me the first time, and even after watching it, or the first time that Levi just made easy work at the Beast Titan, it surprised me. And I shouldn't have been as surprised the second time, but I still was. Just the ease that Levi kicks the Beast Titan's ass is staggering. Oh, yeah. Just destroys him. Like Zeke Especially when he has Thunder Spears, oh my it's God. over. Zeke didn't do a single thing that even came close to where I was like, oh no, Levi. Like, imagine this too. If he didn't have that Titan with him to rip to shreds and throw at him, it would have been even worse. Oh yeah. Like, if he can't throw stuff at Levi, his Titan is way too slow to even stand a chance against Levi. That's awesome. Levi is such a badass. Oh, I love him. Then we go to the most epic freaking moment of this episode a man a myth a legend is telling recruits that as you know zachary was blown up the situation inside the walls has become unstable however it doesn't concern you 109th cadets we'll be training to defend shiganshina from titan attack as we get the face of a man 
<laughs> who looks like he's Sorry, been, I'm so excited. <laughs> who looks like he's been going to an anytime fitness at 3 a.m. to use the tanning bed secretly and then telling everyone that he's just been working in the sun. <laughs> but he's a sleepy vampire, so he obviously hasn't. It's Mr. Keith fucking Sadies. Woo! I told you, I told you guys, oh, people are like, oh, why would we need to see Keith again? Boom! Hurrah! Gratata! Let's go, man! So and freaking hype, dude. dude. I haven't mm-hmm. felt this way since August 15th when we used to call this guy, uh, we used to call Kit's Warryman Keith Sit. Dude, what is up with your hair right now? What's it doing? <laughs> what is up with your hair? Wait, let me look at it. You What's look up? like Dora he- the Explorer got. <laughs> You got a it trim card. Is real bad? <laughs> well, this look like a woman did, that did, likes did, women. Did, no. <laughs> it just—I don't know why. It looks like you took off a hat and you have hat hair. I don't know. I just got—I mean, what happened basically was I was just ruffling it around a little bit. That looks better now. Does it look a little better? Yeah. Are you being serious? I'm dead serious. You do look great. God, thank God we're uh, freaking love your hair. This is why we don't have a video. It's because of Ronnie's insecurities. I just. Well, uh, so anyway, I'll tell you one guy who doesn't have insecurities anymore, and it's this guy we're talking about here, who I thought you did a fantastic job describing. Here was my take. First of all, I am so happy for this guy. Oh, I love I seeing think, him, man. I think, now listen, I think he's cleaned up his life, he's healthier than ever, he's been sleeping fantastically. Now, hold on for a second, because I know what you're thinking, uh, Ronnie. His eyes still look like they're getting ready to fall Which out the do. back of his skull. I'm going to go as far as to say that I think he might have found a lady friend. Whoa. He's got a tan. Uh, your description was perfect. That's exactly what he's doing. He's hitting up the 24-7 hour um, uh, anytime fitness. But don't fall for the eyes thing. He knows he has a certain facade that he needs to keep up. So he's been getting up 30 minutes early to apply makeup to his eyes to make sure ah. that he keeps up the lie. But listen, 30 minutes early getting up isn't as bad as you think when you're getting a good eight hours a night like this healthy individual. I'm good for Keith, man. Good for Keith, man. What do you think made him his switch flip? I think it was this woman friend that he found. And who is um, this woman friend, do you think? I just think that she's, you know, she uh, uh? she's probably like a... Uh, Horstoria? No, um, not that bitch. Uh, he stays very far away from farms. He's not much of a farm guy. No, here's the thing. She's not even that attractive. She's like a um, like a five or six. Um, but here's the thing. He doesn't care because they have mutual love between each I other. I like that. And he found a new purpose. And so he know, found love in a hopeless place. And he uh, they had a talk where you know she said. Now, this is real serious, so don't laugh at this. She said, you know, don't make me laugh. I'm not laughing. Stop smiling. Not laughing. Wait, stop smiling like that. Okay, okay here we go. <clears throat> she said, how can you love me until you love yourself? Or she said, wait, how could you ever love me if you can't love yourself? And he was like, damn. That shit's, that shit's he's like, deep. That's, he's like, that's it. Fucking going to the tanning salon tomorrow. I'm changing up my lifestyle. He trimmed his little chin beard, too. Did you see that? Oh, yeah. And speaking of just the tan, the trim beard, what is hilarious? When we saw this guy, we both immediately thought, 
This is the guy that we work with. The pistachio We've talked about guy. him before. The pistachio man. He gave me ten pound a ten pound bag of pistachios out of nowhere. He also flirted with Chad a little bit. Um, and another guy. I think I've got it. I might talk about it later because I've wrote the name down, but I don't have my notes pulled up at the moment. They asked for it. Might have been uh, Zorlak. They asked for uh, another pistachio guy story, yeah. and I'm happy to oblige. Is that did I say that word right? Oblige, oblige. Yeah. You said it the Italian way, yeah. So when we were saying, we get to work at about seven a.m. give or take. This guy, we would see his truck. We're pretty sure he lives in his truck. It's yeah, there when we it's leave. Worrisome. It's there when we get there in the morning. Um, it's not. We have seen him before. Where he pulls out a straight up like mobile hammock, like the ones that you can just set up anywhere. He'll just set it up outside of his truck. Sometimes he's got chairs sitting out in the in the back in the parking lot. He's the guy that you know. You say, "Hey, uh, Pistachio man, do you have a ten minute break?" He's taking forty minutes, and he'll just he's got no problem. Yeah, you know. He's Making essentially up that time on the back end. He'll yeah. be like, "Oh, don't worry, boss. I'm gonna take a 40 minute break. I already know that I took an hour and a half break for lunch when I went and ran 13 miles. Yeah, I'm gonna take a 40 here, but I'm gonna make up my hours yeah. at the end." He's like, "Don't worry, boss. I live here. I'll be able to make those up later." Like, but the, Keith is essentially this guy, but 50 or 60 pounds uh, lighter than this guy, wouldn't you say? Um. Right. Well, this yeah, this guy. <laughs> It's really because he does the running. He's not he, lying. He legitimately does run a I think shit ton. He straight up goes for six mile runs on his lunch break, but something just, else about his lifestyle. He's just very flabby. Um, very very flabby. Let's let's be honest. He does not have a runner's body whatsoever, but he does do the running. You're not lying. And if he's not staying in his truck, he definitely is doing this move. My dad has always said if he was homeless, he would just buy a uh, a membership at one of those 24-7 anytime fitness kind of places, and he would just lay on the bench press, and you know if anyone ever said anything to him, he's just like, I'm just trying to get my mind right before I do. <laughs> and I thought that's a genius idea, and that's what he's doing because he's just hitting the tanning, uh, the tanning bed because mm-hmm. he's very brown. But no, anyway, what I was saying, so there's kind of woods next to our parking lot, and there was one time <laughs> where I, I'm not... I cannot stress this enough. We bullshit a lot. I am not lying. This is a real person yeah, this, that we, that we work Unfortunately, with. this guy is super real. That's the scary part. I was walking to my car, and out of nowhere, I saw a man, very brownish, uh, not a natural brown, a artificial brown, run out of the woods, no shirt on, very short shorts. He's the type of guy, and I don't need to tell you this. You already know. He wears a lot of bracelets. <laughs> And had a a knife in his mouth, <laughs> and he's very nice. I'll say that. Oh too. yeah, he is. He took the knife out of his mouth. He said, "What's up, man?" And I said, "Just going home." He's like, "Yeah, I just did a killer six mile run. Just <laughs> never referenced the knife. I never asked." And then he just. Ran back down to the work. <laughs> and this is the guy you always make. The reason you make fun of me so hard with the whole sweatshirt around the right. waist is because this guy wears booty shorts, which he does not need to be wearing. I've got um, a picture of him that I snuck one day. It's not a perfect picture. Well, yeah, we might show it. We don't know if we want to, you know, dox this guy. We, well, you can't I'm really gonna, see him. No, I'm going to post it because there's no way anyone can track him down or anything like that. Okay. And, 
Um, um, I'll do the necessary editing to make sure that our... But Ronnie always dogs me because this guy kind of stole my swagger, and he's been you know, rocking the sweatshirt around the waist, which I started first. Definitely so. didn't start it. But yeah, that's why Ronnie makes fun of me is because this guy is a caricature, and boy, yeah. let me tell you, there's a lot more stories too, so... You know, once every couple of weeks, we'll just tell a story about this guy. Yeah, I'm getting really excited. I need to break. Just keep reminding us to tell us another story. I've got a great one about when we found his Facebook. Um, <laughs> so you're just going to have to remind us. We love talking about this guy. He's a certifiably crazy person. Um, shout out, Pistachio guy. All right. So let's go back to the goat. Are we talking about Attack on Titan? <laughs> so Keith is still on his old shenanigans, yelling at people. Um, he yells in the face of somebody, and yeah. I'm just totally here for it. I've missed. It feels this. like home, dude. It Hearing does. that guy yell, I'm we just have comfortable. We have more randoms though. We've had a lot of randoms this episode. We got more randoms uh, asking why they need to cut a titan's nape. They're like, why is this even necessary? Our enemies are humans now. And someone says their old man thinks that they should be training with firearms and form an Eldian army. And uh, they're like. They're just talking amongst themselves, saying, Keith stuck in the past. Well, screw you, dude. It's like, not his on. choice. This is, comes from up top. Yeah. Which I will say, I'm getting ready to be fucking pissed at what goes down here. But if they are legitimately still training the same way they did back with mm-hmm. Aaron, that is pretty stupid. It is pretty stupid. But I'd like to think that this is the very... I'd like to think it's day one, and they got to cover the basics first. Yeah, because you got to know about this stuff. Like, For sure. I, hey, why don't you stumble into the forest right about now? Let's see what you need to do. Yeah. Um, so I like to think that Keith, you know, he's very thorough. They had to add a few weeks to training, but he's covering the basics. Then he's getting into this other stuff. And these little jerkwads won't give the man some time to adequately yeah. teach them. And then we got Burf, Bur- Buff Bertolt. We got Burf Boltolt. Burf, Burf Buff Tolt. Speaks up. And <laughs> no, says, that's his name. Barf Buttolt. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so Bert B- Bufftolt speaks up and says, Eldia's only hope. That's why we just call him Bert, because if we yeah. had to say Bertolt every time. Okay, let's try this one more time. Yeah, I'm sorry. I kind of knocked. You knocked me off my rail the other day. All right, we've got Beef Bertolt speaks up and says, Eldia's only hope. You were going if... for the word beef initially? Well, buff, no, but I, I just changed it. it to beef. Oh, okay. Because right. it's a little, a little tough to say that. Gotcha. A little tongue twister. Buff Bertolt. Buff, dude. I'm telling you. Everyone try it. Everyone try it. Right I, don't, hey, I don't care if your workers are looking at you crazy. Yeah. I see you there sitting in your little chair. Buff Bertolt. Buff, buff. If you're out on you your run. You can't do it. Holy shit. If you're out on your run, you're out on your walk listening to little Ronnie and Chaz, try saying Buff Bertolt. Five Bert times fast. Buff Bertolt. Buff, Buff Bertolt. Can't do yeah, it. Can't do it. I think you just said Burnt Bertolt. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Buff Bertolt uh, speaks up and says, Eldia's only hope is if the Jaegerists take full control. And he says this loud enough to where Mr. Keith Sadies can hear this. He says, we need a leader who can make tough decisions. Uh, and just then, f- the flock squawk comes walking on in with Hanji herself tied up. And if you turn up the volume a little bit, you could hear in the background, da, 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 da. and flock, <laughs> flock says, we agorists are the ones in charge now. 
Dude, I hate this guy so much. Always have, always will. Yeah. To put it plainly, fuck this guy. Flock, what he's about to do, I'm getting ready to... Oh, dude. I'm getting mm. mad. So Sadie says, looks like you finally My hair looks a little bit like Dora Explorer and you called me out for it and I don't really appreciate it, but that's not even the main part because it's Flock and that's the reason I'm getting mad. <laughs> Well, I'll say it again. Sadie says, looks like you finally figured it out, Flock. And then we go to Chaz's QOD, which stands for Quote of the Day for anyone that's new here. What a Um, line coming up here, ladies and gents. Unless you point guns at people, nobody cares what your little gang of ass wipes (laughs) says. And that's a fact. (laughs) What a line. Jeez. Fucking go. What a man, Flock. Just point Will six guns re- at an unarmed man. Will the real Keith Sadies please stand uh, up? Uh, please stand uh, up. Please listen, stand up. I'm not the one that usually does this abbreviation bullshit that you're so famous for, but I'm giving this guy right here a little FF. A little double F. FF. Fuck Flock. Flock Forrester? Yeah, that's his name. Good job. You just said Fuck. his initials. Damn it. <laughs> Mr. Flotch Forrester himself. So Flock with a terrible shot misses Keith's foot. And it's like Flock shoots and it just ricochets and goes straight into some girl's eyeball in the back row. That would be epic. I think Isayama missed his chance on and that just for one. a little nod for the viewers, she's eating a potato. Oh, dude, that would have been so cool. Would have been a little mean, but... We'll never see anything on Sasha again, will we? No, we will. Like, like something new or what? No, just anything. Yeah, we will. Like what? Like them remembering her or being like, oh, all the people we lost, Sasha. All the people, the girl with the potato, that's what they'll say. So stupid. I don't think they're going to say that. He says he... I think people will remember (laughs) if they'd say her name. I don't think they have to reference her as that very small part she had in episode three of season one or whatever it was. Yeah, I think it was three. That's what Keith remembers her as, at least. Professional pod. Yeah, he might say it. But, fuck, no he's not, because... Just get get over this part. I'm getting to it. God damn it. So when he misses Keith's foot, Hanji gasps, and Flock says that he thought it would speed things up if he hit his foot, but he's got a terrible shot, so he missed. Which is just hilarious that he admitted that. Yeah, he just straight up says it. He says we have little need for hard-headed. Did you mention that like Keith him. didn't fucking move a muscle? Did he you? did not. Did you say that part? I did not mention. Oh, it. Well, hey, just, then, I just uh, let you say it, buddy. I just, you know, I, wanna, I just want to pull this out of my pocket real quick and give it a uh, fuck you. Well, don't say that. But you deserve it. Can you say that you deserve it because you didn't no, mention how much? I'm not of, going to. Well, he didn't move. So, if your hair didn't look like Dora the Explorer's right now, I'd probably say I deserved it, but. Once again, adding an S onto something that doesn't deserve an S, Explorers. She's just one person. Doors the Explorers, and I'm not... You didn't look so stupid, I would admit it, but you look freaking stupid. Swiper don't swipe and keep reading those notes, bitch. Fox says, we have little need for hard-headed geezers like you. And I think he's directly talking to you. And then Flock says, now is your time, cadets. We Jaegerists have sworn to give our hearts to Eldia. For the people of this island. By, oh. wait, wait, what are you doing there? I'm, flock, I'm giving the flock speech where he's hyping everyone up. By obeying military's mindset, you're allowing us to be trampled from enemies from outside the wall. What a fucking horrible accent. I ask, who are you? 
someone who wants to live a, a life outside our leader Aaron Yeager or someone who will die alongside Keith Shadis and his antiquated ways. God, that's terrible. This is just really was bad. That? that was so bad. That flock, he gave a little accent. It was in Japanese, so you couldn't tell. Was that supposed to be a Japanese accent? Kind of, yeah. Wasn't close. It like teetered on the edge of like Hispanic slash a little bit of German, like I, and then maybe just the slightest pinch of MSG in a form of like Japanese. It was weird. Well, uh, I was going the German way because Flock is definitely seeming like a Nazi hey, this episode. Yeah, I hate this guy. I always have. Yeah, what a cock. Someone find one time where I defended this guy. Hate him. So we have those people that were talking earlier. They walk forward. We got. Buff Bertolt walking forward, and they salute and say, for the sake of Eldia's future, we give our hearts. Which, fuck, how do these guys know what to say in unison just like that? Mm -hmm. I'm calling bullshit. Nah, dude, I think they were whispering on what to say when they walked up. They're like, hey, so what, what, something about Eldia, what was the line? Let's roleplay this a little bit. For the sake of Eldia's future, we give our hearts. So, um... After the bullet went flying past their heads, they're like, hey, dude, I think I think I see where this is going. They're going to have a moment where we all go up and what if we just, hey, you listening? Hey, Ed, fuck, bitch. Hey, Beef Bertolt. We say this. So Aldia blah, in the fight for our hearts. And they're yep. like, okay, break. They're like, remember the salute. Do the salute. Have you ever seen five more dweeby looking guys in this show? No. Um... Did they just go to the animators and just like... They said, hey, just draw the most five boring people you could ever think of. And they're like, all right. I, I think at the point, like all these randoms, even the, the people with Levi, they're just at the point now where they're just tired of drawing people. So they're like, fuck it. Just draw whatever. I don't even they're care. They're like, anymore. hey, this scene, the episode's already playing. This scene comes up in 45 seconds. Just draw someone as quick as you can. And they're like, <laughs> all right. Someone's like, uh, I kind of like Bertolt's design. They're like, just make him buffier. <laughs> just make him look like he's got some more beef on him. So they look scared, okay? They are looking scared. But Flock says, show me your resolve. Beat Keith till he can't stand anymore. He represents the old ways that must be rid of. Dude. Flock's the type of guy to murder a person for paying in cash because it's quote-unquote the old way. <laughs> he's like, is that a Zaxby's just waiting at the register for someone, somebody to pay? Someone hands him a couple quarters. He just like pulls out a gun and just shoots him in the face. He's just like, had to be done. <laughs> Hanji tells Flock to stop being so ridiculous, which we're all thinking, and... Keith tells Hanji, no matter how many of these tots there are, they're oh. no match for the good old Keith Sadies himself. Love it. These guys, and then are, I just these heard, guys are tots. And then I just heard, well, the real Keith Sadies, please stand up. Please stand up. And Keith stands up, and it just does a quick flash, and Ugh. we see a broken Keith Sadies lying bloodied on the ground. Hey, now this kind and of this, uh, slightly really fucking pissed me off. This is where... I want to fuck Flock in the face with my fists. You be careful with where you're saying you're fucking that guy. Just be careful. I bit. want to destroy his the, face. The ugula? Huh? You're with me now, right? No, I didn't you wanna, in his face with his mouth closed. You want to punch him through the throat and then right there at the end, you take your little finger and just uh, take a little bit of that mm -hmm. ugula? That right in his do? eyeball. Um, 
No, I just, I didn't really like this a whole lot. This is like the coolest character the show's ever had, and they did a cutaway scene. Uh, if you killed Mr. Sadie's flock, I, well, I'm done with this show. But this, he's a bitch boy, so he didn't even kill, he wasn't even the one that killed him. Has has flock ever even killed a person? Let's start there. No. I mean, dude, he can't even talk. shoot a guy's foot who's standing still. I mean, this guy sucks. So, listen. I've always hated this fucking flockery. It's just, you know, Mappa's really having to rush through this thing. They drew five of the most boring people ever, and now they're like, well, we could, you know, we could draw a scene where, you know, uh, Mr. Keith Sadies just beats the fuck out of 20 guys before he's eventually overwhelmed, but we think we just do one of these cool cutaway things. And they're like, well, listen, it's the part of the episode's coming up in 10 seconds. Just send it. And they're like, all right. All right. And I think they're... They're kind of showing us that Keith is old, and he's just not got the fight in him anymore. I disagree. I think he really, I mean, you, I think those guys got whooped up a little bit, but he went out so badass. He did. He at least took, he took on at least five people. I'm going to say that line even if I'm dying from, like, old age. Say like, it right now. See, Do you remember it? Say it. <laughs> no, I don't remember it, but, I, but here's, here's the main thing. I'm just going to say tots. I'm going to be lying, you know, um, if anyone remembers, I'll play off the same fantasy I had a while ago where uh, my wife died, the one that I had a lot of anal with, and my kids are around, and and now I'm dying from just old age, and I'm like, it's going to take a lot of these tots to slow me down, and then I just die. Uh, Well... Didn't like what you said earlier on in that. That's pretty disgusting. I'm a man. But it was who's... a callback. Do you remember? It the was callback? a callback, but it's still every time I hear it, it's just disgusts me. Well, yeah, you know what disgusts me? The fact that Sasha's last word was meat. Well, you so, have to take that up with the rest of our fans. I'm pretty sure they're pissed off that you just said that because I am. I too. think a lot of people agreed with me that uh, she should have just said, "I wish we had done a lot more anal." But here's the thing. <laughs> I didn't really like that anal joke, but when that guy popped that woman's pussy and threw it at Levi, that was fucking cool. But don't say anything. I didn't say she, she popped a, a P word. I'm not. Dude, you know what? I'm tired of the sexual jokes that you always say. This when that guy nonsense. split that person, I, you know, I didn't really care for that sexual joke too much, but I really God, liked it man. when Levi cut that man into 900 different pieces of sushi. Moving on. That's my line. We got Hanji. I was going to say this. The, hey, we're not moving on. Fuck I you. I know I'm not moving on. I'm talking about Hanji and Keith okay. right now. All right, you can move on to that part. But, but Moving on. Well, you can't just say that after but, but I But it's say. my line, so I can't. Well, it's not. You were doing be, my be, sexual No, it would, be, it would be me being like, uh, just putting S's at the end of something that doesn't deserve an S. You would be like, moving on's. That's what Damn, I missed a real opportunity to, <laughs> yeah, to did. do that, didn't I? But we go to, I'm just going to say this about Hanji. How she used to have a crush on Keith is what we've heard through the grapevine. And if I was Keith, I would have said the same thing. I would try to look cool in front of Hanji because she's beautiful, gorgeous. And I would have been like, I'm going to take on these tots like they've never totted before. And it's, I would get my ass beat in front of her. But you know what? I would have looked cool saying it. Yeah, I don't really like how they, um, you know, she, I think she was in a suit, like one of her suits, if I remember correctly. They've altered her wardrobe in some way where she looks like she just walked out of a mental hospital. She's all white. I yeah. don't, don't like that very she much. She needs to un- unbutton a few buttons. Are we about done wrapping up this scene here? Yeah. Because you know what we got to do. 
Yeah. We got to do the Podcast Chronicles patent pending podcast moment of silence. Moment of silence. But here's the thing Keith isn't dead, but we're going to give him a moment of silence for the ass beating that just occurred. You know, I like the way you're thinking, yes. This is, listen, nothing's confirmed here, but we respect him so much that it's the first time we're doing a podcast moment of silence, patent pending, by the way, yep. for someone who's not actually dead. He's coming. First time ever. He's swooping in on an eagle later on in the season. Don't worry, ladies and gentlemen. You're witnessing history. And we're going to start right now. Dude, he's fucking dead. If the real Keith Sadie's doesn't stand up. He's not standing up, dude. He's fucking dead. You better play that song so he stands up. But not the one with the guy sings, come on, let's get it. Like the one in the Levi BC because that was so fucking stupid. He's dead. <clears throat> Alright, so thank you for that moment of silence. Thanks, guys. Rip. Okay, um, Chad, please move oh. on. Alright. So we get a quick look of Armin, Mikasa, and you know the rest of the scouts, the original 104th, and they're all sad as fuck that Keith just got beaten up. And then we got Aaron posing, staring out of a window like he is just about to take the most hard-ass album cover picture of all time. Can someone tell Aaron that he's not constantly in a GQ photo shoot? Why is he constantly, constantly looking at everything as if he's getting ready to have sex with it? I Chill mean, out, buddy. You you're exactly right because I get a little wet. Not wet. Sorry, that was a poor poor choice of wording. Whoa, what do you got going on over Whoa. there? Okay, I get a. I'm I'm just gonna come out and say it. Fuck it. I get a little wet whenever I see Aaron like this. Respect, brother. <laughs> this um, guy. He looks like, hot in every scene he's in. When he was beating Armin up. I wanted to get my ass beat by Aaron. I think, you know how Zeke, we've talked about how he, he's very good at sprinkling a little truth into everything. He was doing that with Aaron, and then he also just told a straight-up lie where Aaron's bought into everything that Zeke's told him. And then at the end he goes, also, um, you can actually get people pregnant if you just look at them with enough sexy eyes. So he's yeah. over there. He's just trying to get every fucking person pregnant, just being like, oh, my God, I'm fucking... Except for Mikasa. My eyes just right now, just... Armin might be pregnant. Heads up. If, if I could get pregnant via the butt, I would from Aaron. Huh. Um, holy shit. Moving on. So, we then go to back to Levi and Zeekery. Zeke looks awful, still. Yeah. Looks he, terrible. Um, it was as if... Uh, Levi paid an additional two dollars for the uh, cheetah print. That yeah, <laughs> he just had an explosion, and he was like, "Well, you know, that um that cheetah print looks pretty cool." And they're like, "Well, that one's extra," and he was like, "Worth it." Yep. And he tells Zeke not to move because there's a wire around his neck. Um, I put it there after I tattooed the cheetah print onto you, and it's attached to a thunder spear. God, this is some. So this he is says, Zachary he shit says right you'll here. be blown in half or worse if you move. So just stay still, buddy. Stay still, little man. And then Levi says, I bet you wish you were dead. Not that I sympathize with you. Jeez, I cannot speak right now. You toyed with the lives of my comrades. Tell me, was whimpering while covered in shit a part of your master plan? 
just another 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 candidate, line. man. It's so so many good lines. I love like. they're on a boat. What are they doing? Why are they Dude, on a boat? What's you're right. They're What's they're on a boat in the middle of the desert. Right? Wait. Are they in a desert right now? Wait. Dude, I, I think they are. They're in a desert? Yeah. But are wait, are you saying they are in a boat? Yeah. Okay, they are in a boat though. It's like somebody put a boat out in the middle of the desert. Okay, cuz here's my thing. I was 100% sure they were on a boat, but you saying they're in a, are you being serious? I'm dead ass serious. Are you messing with me? No. They are not near any body of water. No. Levi's just sitting in a boat with Zeke. It looked like the area where they were building the train tracks. Like the uh, desert area. Hey, I can't remember, so yeah. They are in the middle of a desert in a boat. In a boat. All right. So Levi then cuts off both of his feet and just starts slicing his legs repeatedly while Zeke is screaming in agony, telling him, unless I slice you to bits, you'll turn into a titan again. And this was very painful to watch, even though I do not like Zeke at this moment for yeah, what he did. Right. This was hard to watch. Yeah, this um, this looked like it hurt. That's my take. Owie. Wow. Great take. This is another thing I haven't said in a while. Professional um, podcasting. Owie. Usually I say some stupid-ass line like that, but I guess it was your turn to say Sorry, that. I got to be honest. You've got your uh, your Xbox message screen pulled up right now. And I was just looking through a couple different things. You got uh, you you have your chats pulled up, and oh, I see God. one guy who's named Stud Muffin sixty nine. That's you know that's your typical <laughs> name or whatever. Um, the one that I really really hate you for, and I just hate you for it, is uh, the one that says "GG, sorry for the beatdown." <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> Oh, you suck so hard. Okay, well, the reason I sent that to him. GG's, buddy. Sorry for the beatdowns. For anybody that plays Gears, I was playing Gears 5 the other day. Not a very good game, but anyways, you can beat people down, which lasts like 20 seconds while they're on the ground. Okay. In the middle of of every match, I was coming. I knew what character this person was, Yeah. and I was finding them. I would down them. And then I would beat them down. So I'd be sitting there just punching them for 30 seconds while the match is going on. Right, right. <laughs> and every time they spawned, I would just go and do that to them. And so I sent him a message at the end. I said, GG's. I felt respectful. Yeah. I said, sorry for the beatdowns. So he, that, didn't, he didn't contact you at all. You just took it upon yourself to say. <laughs> yeah. I, I felt bad for him. And Bat Dan's probably the only one who's going to truly understand the situation. Right. But. No, 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 no. Okay. Well, um, hated that story. Let's please finish this episode. Well, Hold on. Well, you don't have to. You don't. I'll tell you one thing. You definitely don't have to okay, do. Okay. Well, and that's grab the controller and mess with it further. This is not professional podcasting at all. Um. So what we've got here is we've got a man named Swampy. <laughs> okay. Wait. This was actually. This was actually funny. I. Lo- I like. <laughs> okay. All right. I actually like this one a lot here. Okay. So what we've got is um, it's the the person that Chad is reaching out to. His profile picture is of a Jujutsu Kaisen character. Yeah, and so you started up a started up a look, message look that just date. said, "Look uh, at the date." <laughs> <laughs> okay, wow, this has got layers to it. All right, let me break this down. Everyone, strap it on. So back in April uh, of 2020, it's the 28th of April. You start up a conversation that says, "Miss you." <laughs> now this is where it's really good. So this person hits you back up with first just a question mark. And just in case they didn't get their point across good enough, they say, who are you? 
And then you just stop talking to them for about 11 months. <laughs> you just let that sit for about 11 months. And then you hit up by saying... Go On Wednesday. To- this last Wednesday. Wednesday you say, Gojo. That's all you said, short and sweet, Gojo. He says, oh God, you again. <laughs> Oh, that's awesome. We've got to finish this episode. Yeah, let's finish it. I was high as balls myself. But but real quick, I have a cousin. She's a crazy person. Um, And my sister, one time, she got a message. This person lives in Maryland. My sister lives in Georgia. A Facebook message. She's the type of crazy cousin, and I think everyone's got this person, who has eight different Facebook accounts. So you just get a friend request from their new account like every other month. So they sent something to my sister that just said, hey, how are you? And my sister responded, good, thanks. How about yourself? And then didn't hear back until exactly one year and a day later, the cousin responded, good, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> That's the truth. You've shown me that image, too. That's definitely right. I've shown you that picture. Moving on. Moving we've got on. Let's to finish this, this episode. Yeah. I, I need Damn to hit you with the moving dude. on. You've been getting off track here. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm in such a good mood. So, after Just, he slices him up, he says, I need to keep slicing you up so you don't turn into a titan. Zeke then asks, where are my glasses? And Levi says, who cares? You don't need them. You won't be needing them anymore. Okay. I got to be honest. Levi took it a little too far taking the man's glasses. Yeah, I was going to say, the fact that Zeke can't put the glasses on and at least see Levi kicking his ass, that sexy hog of a short man. Everything before, I was like, okay, fair, fair. You took his glasses, Levi? Dude, come on. Come on, bro. And we get a sad Zeke look. And we get a flashback of him as a kid throwing a baseball with an adult. Now, we did some analyzing of this situation. Zeke, at this moment, had a yellow armband. You could say we immersed ourselves we were immersing ourselves fully in this little scene right here we saw that zeke had a yellow armband the other guy looked to presumably have a red armband Mm -hmm. so he was probably a current warrior playing with shadows but yes you're very good at uh analyzing the darkness of colors and you deduced that you are red it was a red armband Mm -hmm. and i agreed because of the first watch, I think we thought it was maybe his grandpa, but then he says... Well, I didn't. I was, I'm very uh, smart. I was, you're very smart. I was already immersed. You were about uh, 50% immersed at that point. And yeah, I had I to just be had like... the tip in. I had to be like, no. No, no, no. Come up here. Get your dick on the screen. And then you looked. You're like, oh, yes. You're right. Not the grandpa. And then he calls him Mr. Kaiser... Or Mr. Kaiser says... Well, we knew you were going to have trouble with that that word, but you, hey, you tried your best. The guy asks if he wants to play baseball to Zeke. Talking about, I, I guess, in the league. Mm-hmm. They've got a great league over in Marley. Japan loves baseball. And he says, Mr. Kaiser. And then he goes, but I have a mission. The end. <laughs> I like how you got lost on the very last note. I don't know how you did that, but you did it. Um, yeah, what an episode, dude. And that ending right there was great because it makes me think we're going to get more of that next episode, which I am so fucking yep. here for it. Give me Zeke. Give me all of Zeke's fluid. Give me everything about Zeke. I want it on me, in me, the in my ear canals. I want okay, all of it. Okay, stop what you're saying right there. It was worth the wait, this episode. And we got it. 
And I'm just on cloud nine right now. I'm scared. Two more episodes. I'm so scared. We're going to have to edit this one, send it out, and watch this next episode. Record on it. Yeah. Now, I am super excited because we had a contest this past week. I'll go ahead and break this down right here. We're not going to do... We're going to do questions and stuff like that next episode. Yep. So here, here's the thing. If you're strictly here for Attack on Titan, you don't want to be a part of our Discord little competition or you don't want to hear about it, yeah. this is where you can tune out. Everything that we're getting ready to talk about, you were going to be clueless about because you haven't seen the pictures. But here's the thing. You can still see the pictures if you join our Discord. The link is in the description below. You can... March it hasn't expired. Ronnie still hasn't figured out how to. Well, I have. It's uh, it says it never expires, and I constantly check on it because I'm a great podcast host and a great business owner. Well, we know you eat expired food. You don't care about that. Yeah, never expires. They're just saying that shit to try and fool you. Anyway, what I was saying is, please come on over, join the fun. We're having a grand old time. But yeah, if you asked a question, we're going to try and get to it next week. I got a little lost in the question, so hopefully we get as much as we can. But I have constantly ripped you for your hoodie-wearing habits around the waist. It's just oh, ridiculous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And people, you know, it's actually really pretty nice what these people did because they know how much of a loser you look like. So they were like, oh, you know, I feel kind of bad. That's definitely not what it was. They were kind of like, oh, Ronnie's kind of been mean to Chad. Let's all get behind him here and we'll just act like it's super cool. That's definitely not what happened, but and going. you know sometimes you know, a blind squirrel finds a nut every once in a while, and you had an idea to do a little competition of people uh, tying hoodies around their waist and sending in pictures, and me and you were the judges. And to be honest, you've been a little MIA from the conver. Uh, you're MIA from this conversation because I don't like how you're looking at your phone right now. Huh? What do you like? What's going on? Oh well, I was. I'm giving my peeps opportunities well, you, to send in you know what pictures. you say what you want to say you break this competition down because okay. i don't like how and then when it's my I'll turn break it down for the judging you okay. send it over to me because i want to break down this competition i said i put out a little note i was a little hyped up because you know people were siding with me it's the first time in my life that someone's actually sided with me on anything but i said let's have a little competition guys send in a picture with your sweatshirt swag around your waist and hashtag it with Chaz Swag. And Terrible I will, hashtag. And it's on Discord. No reason to hashtag anything. And I will shout out the winner of who we choose on the next podcast. Literally worst fucking prize ever. How long did you think to come up with that? Well, I'll just do I'll do what we did for the first 50 episodes anyway and what we still do now when anyone asks a question. That could be you. If you do... Three hundred percent more work. Well, than I what think it, if I choose a winner for anyone, they'll just be satisfied that they got a winner chosen from the Chaz man himself. I'm just lucky. I mean, how? What kind of turnout did you have? Were you happy with the turnout? I was super ecstatic. To be honest, I didn't think anybody would send anything in besides uh, Benjamin. And I was, thought he was the only one that was going to send it in. He might even send me a DP. Yeah. I don't. I never know with that guy. <laughs> that guy's got a few. Um, Man-on-man tendencies that he would like to explore with you. Uh, but yes, not that there's anything wrong with that, but the, seriously, that guy needs to calm down a little bit because Jesus Christ. Oh, sounds like you're jealous, but... I'm just saying, <laughs> open up a private message with it. Don't put it out there on the Discord to see because people, people have been complaining. Anyway. 
Yeah, people have DM us about. Can we can we get this show on the road? Let's get it on the road. Let's hear some uh, the judging. Now, uh, I was constantly referring to this contest as a, a one in, one in ten contest because it's just a very stupid contest. I can't believe these people degraded themselves enough to tie a hoodie around their waist. But I loved every single entry, and I'm getting ready to break them down now. Let me. I got a lot of talking to do here. Why are you still looking at your phone? Huh? You are like. I was you ready look at, here's talk, the, here's dude. the, the here's boring the, me, dude. Here is the... Freaking boring me, Here man. is the fucking annoying thing. Freaking boring. I've never seen someone who can't multitask as badly as you. <laughs> All right, here. I'm, doing, I'm turning off the sex box. <clears throat> hate you so much for calling it that. All right. Here is Ronnie's rankings. So Christina got the ball rolling. She had one hell of a pose because she had to do it to him. The hoodie had a story. I liked that. I love a bit of a turtleneck that she had going on. There was also a mailer from Macy's that told me I could earn with every purchase. And I'm a big fan of parking outside of the Macy's to walk into the mall. That's all I ever used it for. Do malls still exist? 10 out of 10. You looked great, Christina. Good entry. Benny came in representing the boys, and boy, oh boy, did he make a statement. A lovely salmon-colored sweater. Very handsome, my lad. I would say it's the glasses, but the young man had a lot going for him. Pretty handsome guy. Did you see Benny? Woo! Great um, injury. If you, if you called his landline, it might take a minute for him to reach the phone, because for some reason it looks like it's by the front door. Uh, 10 out of 10, the pink sticky note is the top three-colored sticky note. Good job, Benny. Yeah, yeah. Marco Stan, another great entry. She Marco. hit us with the peace sign. And if there's Marco. one thing Chad and I love, it's peace and tax talk. Yes, sir. She looked like she had a very heavy sweater situation, so she really had to nod that thing up to get it to stay. She did fabulous, I thought. I uh, was very yeah. intrigued. Uh, don't step on my words. Oh. You can clap, but clap at a normal, you know, normal uh, audio level. I was very intrigued by her room. I looked at it trying to figure out exactly what was going on for much longer than I should have. Um, I won't say too much about it. Well, it was just, it was the layout of the room, okay? Not that creepy. I was, you know, I want to build a house and I was trying to figure out. There's no food in there. She said that she could reach the shoes, but the shoes looked like they were 20 feet. There was a light switch. Anyway, uh, she had a poster of Levi seductively taking off a glove in the Mm. background. It was Mm -mm -mm. very attractive. Um, great entry. Zor- uh, 10 out of 10, great job. Zorlak, which, okay, first off, what a badass name. Yeah. How would you feel if you had to go to battle with a man named Zorlak? We're taking that victory no matter what. Yeah. He started changing the game. He had a sweatshirt on with another sweatshirt tied around his waist. Innovative. I love it. He also had quick access to a mortar and pestle, which I loved. It was right there on top of his refrigerator. In my own head, I'd like to think that our friend Zorlak is just very passionate about spice blends. 10 out of 10. Keep keeping it real, my friend. Great entry. We had Victor up next. Now, listen, i got to be honest. He's a bit of a BFC, but we love him for it. Uh, he's so large that he went with a hoodie on his body along with two sweatshirts tied around the waist. Wow. Great entry. And he had room for, like, six more, to be fair. That's how big he is. If we ever met in person, Victor, I will require you to remain sitting at all times while I stand so you don't make me feel like more inadequate of a man than I already feel. (laughs) Ten out of ten, my friend. Great entry. Way to make Ronnie feel small. Cool AOT poster. So now this next person was very confident, which I like. She deserved to be, too, because she's 
because not an e-girl came in with a Jiu-Jitsu Kaisen hoodie, uh, JJ Chronicle, JJK Chronicles coming very soon. With once again, not one, but two sweat. Stop clapping. Oh. With uh, two sweaters around the waist, she had AirPods in, which you know we get it. You're a pretty dope person. Hopefully, she was just listening to Ronnie and Chad. She had a bunch of uh, her own cool artwork in the background. She's very talented. Ten out of ten entry. You can just Great tell entry. she is so much cooler. Than we me. would love a fan art poster She's sent by your significantly yourself, please cooler than me. We'll pay uh, you. Then we go to my friend Cup. Uh, I said my friend Cup like it kind of made it seem like friend. Yeah, I kind of made it seem like I know him personally. I don't, but I love the opportunity because he seems like an awesome guy. Uh, He seems like the kind of person who would bring you a present one day just because he's like, "Oh, I was thinking about you. Here you go, man." He would say like, "Get well." I'm like, "Oh, Cup, my friend. Thanks." Um, He came onto the scene with a very simple but oh so sweet basic knotted hoodie around the waist. I like that because sometimes you just have to go back to the fundamentals, and that's what Cup did. 10 out of 10, loved the plants in the background. Great entry. Peaks ass, and okay. Uh, Holy shit, where to start with this guy? Um, This guy fucks. I don't know, but I'm pretty sure this guy climbed his way out of a Calvin Klein catalog, flew to a tropical island where Nicola was serving salted lobster by the sea, Benched 300 pounds for three sets of 12 reps, tied a hoodie around his waist, and then hired an exotic man named Gabriel for $700 to take his picture, where afterwards he ripped off the well-executed hoodie tie and cliff-dived 30 feet into a pit of women. 10 out of 10, thank you for dedicating your heart, my friend. Raindrops on Roses, which was a beautiful screen name. I started tearing up just reading those words for the first time. Uh, she wasn't sure if the competition was over or not and still entered. That's the dedication I like to see. Swaggy. She had the perfect Attack on Titan hoodie tied around her waist, killing it. She also had a floor mirror, which is a top four kind of mirror that had colorful crabs on it. 10 out of 10, another avid sticky note user because, hey, fuck you, technology. Great job, raindrops on roses. Yeah, great entry. Then we got Ben's Boo L. Holy shit. Okay, Ben's Boo L, which, holy shit, I'm just now realizing is that guy who is currently sucking Chad's penis under the table's girlfriend. She entered the contest, and she said it was for me, which I quite enjoyed, but now I'm a bit confused as to whether or not she was antagonizing me or if they've got a house-divided situation going on where they each have, like, a preference of the Podcast Chronicles hosts. I don't... Either way. Hey, either way... I'm pretty sure he'd let me join. Either way, 10 out of 10. Moving on. Great entry. And finally, we end on a strong performance by our girl, Catherine. Provided three pictures, which you have to respect because you know she is not trying to hide any funny business going on with that hoodie tie. We got multiple angles to ensure the legitimacy of the competition. Well executed. She's standing on her bed, which I thought was fun, but she had one pillow on the bed, and hey, either get more pillows or stop hiding the extra ones. Ronnie loves his pillows. She killed the game with the Mikasa scarf, which was an incredible move. 10 out of 10. She has the same AOT shirt as us. Well done, Catherine. Make sure that scarf is not smelly. So, Chad, how you doing over there? Great entry. I don't know if you kept count, but according to my records, I have an 11-way tie for first place. Wow. Um, it's really anybody's game. I'm going to be honest. I didn't realize we had so many beautiful-ass fans, man. Dude, our fans are hot. Yeah, the hottest fans in town. Hottest Discord fans in the entire universe. We're a good-looking group. 
Unbelievable. Dude. I was actually shocked that I thought they would look like us. But I this is this is a true story. I was uh, laughing at how many people were actually doing this ridiculous entry of a hoodie tied around their waist. And I saw my dad um, this past week and I was telling him about the podcast. And I said, yeah, people are actually entering this contest. And I showed him some pictures and his exact words were because he's got no clue what anime is. And he thinks it's funny that I'm doing this uh, podcast on a show that uh, doesn't even the people don't even speak in English. So he saw it and he went. Oh wow, those people actually look pretty normal. <laughs> <laughs> pretty damn hot, if you ask me. So we've got an eleven-way tie, Chadley. You, well, this is your contest. You've got to break it. Okay. What? Well, here's the thing. I, like I said, I'm only going to shout out the winner. We're not going to shout out any of the other right. contestants on this podcast. We will not say their names. We're only going to go with the winner. And for it's, the winner, for me. Mm-hmm. For the Chaz Mania, yep, you have eleven going contestants to pick. To pick. Winner. You got to choose it from eleven contestants, right? I am going to pick Chadley. Chadley had a great entry. Uh, what he did this at five fourteen p.m. Actually, this afternoon he was one There's of the last the Chad- ones to enter. Are you talking about your fucking self, dude? He let me tell you about this picture. He has a beautiful red bandana over I took his the right eye. I took the picture. I saw it. Great horse. On his cane. Okay, I actually love the horse, but I don't think you should be talking about this right now. People can see it, and you're not Be- eligible. Ring fingers. He has three ring fingers on. They were your mother's earrings. I saw this them. I saw Harry you put them on Styles? your fingers. Is I, this uh, Harry Styles? I just want to make this point very clear, because I came up, and you were putting them on your fingers. They were earrings, not any sort of... This guy has an American flag around his waist. On the sweatshirt, well, I mean, it's not, an, Ameri- it's not an American flag around the waist. It's just it's an NFL hoodie, and they put an American flag on all of them. So don't make he's it more that, patriotic than you actually are. He's got that dopey eye look, like he just smoked a bowl. Well, right that's that just kind of how you look. You just always look pretty stupid. And just a beautiful Zikri beard. Don't on think his you face. should keep talking about this picture because I hate it, and you're not eligible to win, even though the prize was just a shout out. And it's your podcast, so guess what? So you yeah, got a shout out. I'm gonna have to give this guy Chaz a, a shout out. He. To me, he's sending the best-looking picture, and you know, to all the other contestants, you did a great job. You looked great. Good try. Good try, but I'm gonna have to go with this guy. No, everyone, we loved seeing those this past week, um, and I mentioned her earlier. I actually got to shout out Christina one more time. She gave us our first piece of fan art, and I've got to thank her for it because uh, she took some liberties and didn't really draw me at all. And I appreciate it because, one, my beard is much more full. Two, I'm way more handsome. Three, I'm the same height as you. Four, my jawline is spectacular. Five, my eyes could totally do a thing where they get uh, women pregnant like Aaron's does. Six, she just made me look cooler than you. She did. And that's the one complaint I had over this Um, fan art is I did look beautiful in it as well. But you made Ronnie look a little too better. Seven, I was a scout. Eight, you were part of the character. Garrison, <laughs> you looking like a dork over well, there. If I mean, you want to see the fan flock, art, Christina did a fantastic job. It's our Twitter header on our Twitter account. You can follow us at Podcast Chronic. Thank you, Christina. Thank you. We thank you a lot. And actually, there was another gentleman on Discord that did fan art. I wish I had your name. I think, you know, it didn't look like he spent as much time on his, but he did capture us oh, pretty yeah. well. Especially so, you. You know who I'm talking about. I do. I think his name was Horstoria or what? 
Am I thinking of a different guy? Yeah, either way. Thank you, and more fan art coming our way, please. Yeah, um, not an e-girl. We saw that we, where you do the actual paintings. I mean, I'm not saying we wouldn't want one of those or that we do want one, but we definitely do want one. So please send us a painting of me and Ronnie, and make sure that I look a little bit better than Ronnie in it because... The other girl kind of made Ronnie look better than me, and that's just not realistic at all. Well, the other girl's name's Christina, and she, wow. Yeah. So just make sure that I look fucking hot in it, please. <laughs> Speaking of taking liberties, she's going to have to take quite a few. Because, all right. Anyway, um, keep the Ronnie love up on the Discord, and if you're still listening to this and you aren't on the Discord, hey, what are you doing? Get on it. We just had a bunch of beautiful schmexy people well, yeah, send me, in sweatshirt pics. This is the kind and of you're hustle. not on our Discord. This uh, this episode's going on too long. But you know what? We told people to get out if they weren't part of it. And at this point, we're just talking. If you're on the Discord, you're our friend. And if you send emails, you're our friend. And I just want to shout this girl out real quick because this is the kind of hustle that I like to see. Um, where is it at? Where is it at? I'm having trouble finding it. Uh, still having trouble finding it. Wow, ruining um, this podcast. Did you delete it? Where is it at? What? Aha, Savannah C. She had never been on Discord, and she said, hey, I made one trying to get there. Can you help me out? So she emailed us at thepodcastchronicles at gmail.com. We sent her in the right direction. She's a member of the family now. Yes, sir. Welcome, Savannah. That's the kind welcome, of welcome. hustle we like to see. Thank you. Chad, do you have anything else to say? No, man. I just really appreciate everyone that sent it in. That actually that made my day. The fact that people... It made your heart tear up. It did. My heart teared up. My eyes leaked fluids. I really appreciate all of it because Ronnie has been very mean to me about the whole sweatshirt thing, and I thought y'all looked dope as fuck with it on. Well, they kind of were teasing you by putting like three hoodies on and stuff because well, it's just. But well, you know what? They still looked dope as fuck. I respect all of I bet you. They did. Ten You're out of ten beautiful. Injuries. One out of ten contest. That about does it for this episode of the AOT Chronicles. I'm gonna go fix my hair because I look a little bit like Dora, and uh, we will talk to with you guys hopefully tomorrow. Tomorrow. Maybe tomorrow night, maybe Tuesday, but we're thinking it's coming out tomorrow night. New episode coming soon. Thanks for listening. Love y'all.